0: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Rick? We got the Fantasy Playoff League winners.
1: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's Pappin'? That was so creepy. For those of you just listening, he grabbed his mic. Put it right next to my ear. I got said, real West close. Pappy. Bro, social
0: distance. Come on. <sighs> we both took tests before we came in.
1: <laughs> yes. That's a lie for me. No, it's
0: not. It's not a lie. Sorry. Sorry you're right. Um, How you doing, Rick? I'm doing great. We, how are you? Before the show started, we were um, arguing about how good the Bucks actually are. Do um, you want to hear my argument? No. Didn't think he did. I I already heard it, so I'm good. He thinks the Bucks are gonna make the playoffs. I mean, wow. See, I, I think the <laughs> Yeah, I do think they're gonna make the playoffs. No, no, I didn't mean it like that. I meant he thinks the Bucks are gonna uh, make a run at it and he can beat they can beat anyone in the league. I
1: said they can lose in the first round just as easily as they can make a run at it.
0: And I think the uh I think the Bucs are gonna lose to the Detroit Lions this week. But that's just me. They hoping. play in Minnesota this week, actually. They, they are, are they? Yeah. Wow. So you lied to they me. They play Detroit next week. I'm sorry. All right. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. So anyway, um, my name is Morgan Colby if you have never listened to this podcast. I got Rick Lim with me as always if I haven't said our names already. Um, on this episode we got an intri- we got an interesting show because we've start uh, we were doing trade targets on Wednesdays and ha <laughs> gets difficult late in the season when there's no more trades. So we're tr- slowly trying to figure out exactly what we're going to talk about on a week to week basis. Last week we did a week 12 kind of late season recap of what was going on in the season this week we're going to be uh doing a episode on league winners mm. so this is not future league winners for next year this is <laughs> this is right now winners. and then playoff next week, league winners
1: we're gonna do the uh other show right yes we're, we're gonna, gonna do the do questions
0: questions yep. from youtube twitter wherever and uh we'll try our best to answer those um, as best we can for next week. But anyway, league winners on this episode. We're gonna try our best to give you the uh, best insight for your fantasy playoffs going from week 14, week 15, week 16. We're gonna talk about three positions, no tight ends, because if unless you have Travis Kelsey, T.J. Hawkinson, and uh, Darren Waller, check the waiver wire show for our ideas on tight ends. <laughs> yep, there's a lot of good ones out there. Mark Andrews is startable, a lot of other guys, but Hunter get the Henry. picture. I'm not going to tell you a league winner at tight end at this point. No. But anyway, we're talking about quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers, and we got a plethora of guys to go through. There are still guys out there who could be league winners, who could be really good players, but we just didn't put them on this list. So don't don't be like, oh, my God, you guys are stupid for not putting yeah, this player on Yeah, these are league.
1: just guys that caught our eye, and we feel like that are... Yeah. Really could be league winners.
0: So before we jump right into that, check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, on, on Twitter at theffchance, on Instagram at thefantasychampions, like us at facebook.com forward slash thefantasychampions. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, you can subscribe, leave a review, share this podcast with your friends, subscribe, and the best way to support the show. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. Anything you want. Related to league winners. Um, so let's start with the quarterback position. We have a couple of guys. I talked about this man, and it's going to be hard this week. You're gonna you're gonna feel a little vomit in your throat after the performance that he had. But it's Justin Herbert, um, and he had six points against New England, seventeen yes. against Buffalo. So the last couple of weeks he's been very very disappointing. Um, but in the fantasy playoffs, you're, that's um. That's a, that's an extra point touchdown league, too. No, this is uh, this is a, the staff league. Why do I have 15? Jeez, I don't know. You sure? It might be. Who knows? Whatever. Do you have 15? I have 15. Dude, I'm going to be big mad if this is a six-point. It doesn't really matter. You got six points regardless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter the league. Yeah. But anyway, the next couple weeks for Justin Herbert, he has Atlanta. Las Vegas, and then Denver. Denver, uh, who, which he had 23 fantasy points in Week 8 against. Um, he's had a couple of really difficult games. So, But I, I don't think any quarterback struggles against the New England Patriots. Had I had a chance this week in my home league, w- w- which I think is the only league that I have Justin Herbert in, um, I would have pulled him out of the game and started um, even Baker Mayfield over him because of... The fact that New England is just very, very good against the quarterback position. Unless that quarterback's name is Deshaun Watson, I guess. Um, But I knew Herbert wasn't going to have a great week. uh, But coming out of that against Atlanta and against Las Vegas, it is going to be really, really easy for him to have success. So unless the Chargers have just methodically completely exploded internally, I think that he has a really great shot of putting up massive numbers in the first two rounds of fantasy playoffs and then getting the job done against Denver in week 16 uh, where he'll probably get 21 to 22 fantasy points. So I think he's a great player to have and he can carry it. We were talking about Kyler Murray early in the season being a league winner and um, his schedule is just way too We talked about
1: it at the time saying like his end of season schedule is brutal. In the last few weeks he hasn't been great and it's not going to – it seems like it's going to continue. But with Herbert, anyone – i think not anyone but a lot of people especially us mm-hmm. patriots fans would have called uh his poor performance against the patriots not because we're that confident yeah. but, but because bill belichick bill belichick just historically does very well against rookie quarterbacks. so yeah. right. like you didn't want to start him in your league i didn't want to start him in the league that i own him too right, right right so it was kind of just not obvious but it was it was a play that we're like we don't think he's going to do good this week now going forward with his schedule it's the opposite. He gets Atlanta this week. I think he bounces back in a big way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then he's got, let's see, it was Atlanta. Yeah, the Raiders, that's another fantastic matchup. And yeah. then Denver, which isn't um, as good as those other two, but it's yeah, still it's, a green matchup. It's still a good it's matchup. Not bad. So his his playoff schedule is just fantastic, and I think yeah. he's going to get 20 a week for each week.
0: Yeah, and I, I think he's one of those guys too because when you're talking about uh, a league-winning player, um, some of them are drafted in the first round, you know, and you have like when we're talking about these guys, some of them are going to be drafted in the first round. Some of them are going to be drafted in the second round. And some of these guys are just going to be waiver wire pickups. Um, but the reason why they're on this list is because they're probably going to be on a lot of teams that win championships. Yeah. Um, And so we believe that at this point, unless if Justin Herbert collapses, we apologize because we lost a lot I, of leagues in that, yeah. at that point. But I put a lot on Justin Herbert having some good games. Um, So it's it's going to be interesting to see how he does against Atlanta and how he bounces back. It was concerning that he had 15 points against Buffalo. That yeah. was a very, very concerning game. Um, But I think that going forward against Atlanta and Las Vegas, y- you could see some good things happen for him. So um, I would start him comfortably the next two weeks. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, oh, my God, we need to not do this with him. Justin Herbert. <laughs> I'd still, I'd still start. I, I, like Boyd. I said, but people get burned easy in fantasy football. <laughs> I know, but other than the last two weeks, he's been fantastic. The
1: Buffalo yeah. one is a little concerning, right? Um, but the New England week we knew that was
0: coming. Yeah. So, so let's move on to the next guy. This guy, Rick. Um, this one's all me. Awesome. He begged me. He was like, "Dude, you need to get this." Online. I would have mentioned him even if. Yeah, it, it, it's Tom Brady, and I'm I, do, I don't I i do not believe it, but. He wore the Patriots Brady shirt too, which is just totally embarrassing.
1: Embarrassing. Why is
0: that? I, I don't know. I think you're just mad that you don't have Tom really Brady am. with this elite playoff schedule. Uh, he really. I'm not. I. I haven't been a fan of the not just the old man quarterbacks, <laughs> but but Tom Brady late season just never pulls it off fantasy football wise. And so that's why I'm slightly hesitant when it comes to putting Tom Brady on this list as a league-winning quarterback because there's a chance that he goes off against the terrible teams that Rick's going to list in a second or there's and there's also a chance that he he poops himself and just goes back to to late season Brady um as far as fantasy football wise I don't I don't think he's garbage when it comes to real life. Yeah. But anyway so i i'm i'm a little bit more hesitant than most people would be when when it comes to brady but when you look at that schedule you <laughs> it's
1: hard to deny it's hard
0: it. not to be like
1: okay okay
0: yeah i mean i beg to put
1: brady on this list just for that schedule because it is fantastic and yeah, yeah yeah um so they play minnesota atlanta and detroit so three very easy matchups especially mm. atlanta who i think ranks 31st against quarterbacks and i think detroit and minnesota are both bottom 10 mm. um and what I'll say, you know, Brady does historically struggle sometimes in playoff time for fantasy. Although, not always because one year I had him in a championship game and he scored 30 points. But uh, anyway. It was that 2012? No, it was like 2018, bro. No, 20. it was like 2016. Anyway, um, but if you are concerned about that, yeah, you know, that is a legit concern. But I will say, look at the games that he's playing. So Minnesota week 14 is a home game in Tampa Bay. So weather will be nice. Week 15 and 16 are both dome games in at, in Atlanta and in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Brady in the dome. You know, it's it's too good to be true uh, with those schedules as well. He should succeed. If he does bad, uh, I will definitely eat my words and come on the show and apologize. Yeah. But I'm as confident as he is in Herbert, I'm pretty confident Tom Brady doing well against those matchups.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't think he's going to do terrible and he has, uh, he has surprised me this year, but it's just like, I mean, going through all the games that he's played, it is gross. He's, he's been very, very inconsistent gross. and all over the road and people like they, they carry the Tom Brady flag sometimes. And they're like, Oh, I told you Tom Brady was going to be in top seven, top eight quarterback. And I'm like, yeah, but did you actually start him on a week three basis? Cause if you did, you probably lost a lot of games. Um, He had 21, eight, twenty-two. This is going from week one on. 33, 13, 14, 36, 19, 5, 31, 14, 23. So, I mean... But he hasn't had back-to-back easy games like he has no. against Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit here in weeks 14, 15, and 16. If we just go based on the the good matchups this year, he had 8 points against Carolina in week 2. He had 33 points against the Los Angeles Chargers in week 4. He had 36 against Las Vegas in week 7. We had 31 against Carolina in the rematch in Week 10. And then uh, that's all the easy matchup. I guess you could say... Um, I had Denver as an easy one on my Denver, screen. Den- Which you got 22. Denver is an easier matchup. He has 22. So with that, with the exception of that crappy game against Carolina where they were just a complete disaster... Um, he's good in good matchups. He's good in green matchups. Yeah. So I would, I would say... Um, I would say that Tom Brady is definitely a a good league winning option at quarterback. There's not a lot of them out there, I'll say that. Like when you look at the quarterback position right now, there's just not a lot of guys that will win leagues. Other than like Mahomes and Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. I mean the um, the, the guys that you would say are automatic. Yeah. But I mean cuz Rodgers has he has Detroit week 14, Tennessee week 16, which are two very good matchups, but then he's got Carolina in week 15 um, who have been relatively Good against quarterbacks, so I mean it could be a bad situation for Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. I just don't think that's going to happen. And he could—I mean—he scored thirty-six touchdowns this year. He could be—I mean—you could consider him in the league-winning conversation because of just because of that. Right. Um, like he was—he was drafted what in like the tenth round?
1: Yeah, somewhere so, around yeah. that. So uh,
0: you it, what you got out of Rodgers and what you expected out of Rodgers, especially for me, is def, its definitely. Two very different things, but he is a league winner. But there's just not a lot of guys available. I a lot of people have said Lamar Jackson. I'm not in that train anymore.
1: Uh, I would I would consider Lamar in that. I I do think he's going to be very good end of season. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't put him on the same list as like Herbert and Brady. You know, because I'm just not as confident because of how he's performing. But he's got
0: he's got Cleveland, Jacksonville, all great matchups. If you have Lamar, like. And
1: you maybe have been really disappointed yeah. in him all year. I would just ride it out with Lamar. I just don't think it. Schedule. I don't
0: think it's a. It's a great. Like I don't think he's gonna. He might. He might help people get to a championship, but I don't think he's gonna be on a lot of teams that win just because of his performances. You know, I there. We had a team in our league. What is he? Do, six and seven. Seven and six. With Lamar Jackson, he's a. Uh,
1: I think he's gonna be eight and five. Actually,
0: I believe so. Or, seven, I mean, and yeah, and like or seven and six. He's either eight five or seven six. But anyway, uh, not a lot of teams had success to get to the playoffs with Lamar Jackson as their starting quarterback, especially going with him all year. But his playoff schedule is Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants. It's it's an easier one, so he might be a decent option. But anyway, let's move on to the running back position. With the first guy being, we got to talk about. We got six guys left to talk about, so yeah. we got to move pretty quickly. But sure. Anyway. Um. So at the wide receiver, I mean, at the running back position we have the first guy being Aaron Jones and Rick. Rick was literally, he told me my team in the, in the home league didn't make the playoffs. And he was like, why are you putting all your players? On this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm really not though. I planned for this run for the playoffs yeah. and it, it didn't work out. But anyway, Um. so for Aaron Jones, he has a, uh, you know, all of it comes down to schedule, but he's a guy that you could get late in the second round, early in the off season. Um, I mean, um, Late in in draft season, I should say. He was a, he was a late second-round pick in our league, I believe, and 12-team. Yes. Is that proper? Yeah. Um, and so, but coming up in the next couple weeks, a guy who is average, and I'll go over the good matchup games for him because he hasn't had a lot of them all year. And the two games that were like back-to-back in terms of being good matchups, he was out. So he wasn't able to play in those two games. But he has Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee, last three weeks of the season. Very, very easy matchups.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, those, he's
0: he's gonna go off in those three weeks.
1: The only thing I'd be concerned about is the Jamal Williams effect because <laughs> how many touches he, does Aaron Jones get? Like compared oh, to what he, he should, gets, he
0: gets a lot of touches. Oh,
1: Peyton Barber got a touchdown.
0: Gross. <laughs> um, um, he gets he gets about I would say he gets about eighteen to twenty two touches a game,
1: which is still very good. But he should get more because Jamal Williams gets like twelve a game.
0: Um, it so makes that, sense why they don't do that, but
1: yeah, that's the only thing that I would uh be concerned about because other than that like his schedule is so easy like yeah. the Detroit Lions I feel like that's 20 fantasy points mm. Carolina I feel like that's probably 20 fantasy points and then Tennessee that's probably like 15 to 20 so like yeah yeah, yeah.
0: but against against those those really good matchups this year Minnesota week 1 16 Detroit week 2 45 yeah. Jacksonville week 13 he had 13 points I mean week 10 he had 13 points um, so uh, but I think I think the big thing, and this is why I was intrigued by Aaron Jones is that he he gets all the goal line work for the most part. yes. and um, and like if you look at that game against the Detroit Lions, he scored one touchdown receiving, two touchdowns rushing, eight targets four receptions, 18 rushes, 168 yards. like Aaron Jones is capable of the, capable of these monster performances where he puts up like 45 fantasy points, 40 fantasy points, 35 fantasy points on any given week. And I think that what you get for a base floor of 15 points per game, 16 points per game, um, gives you a good floor to start with. And then if he goes off, I mean, he could win you a week. So and I think against Detroit, Carolina and Tennessee, that's what you're going to get. And I think having him on your team is 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 league winning. I don't like to put players back to back years league winners because he was on a lot of fantasy championship teams last year. But I think Aaron Jones is going to be a guy who's on a lot of fantasy <laughs> yeah, championships. I know he is. A, he's he's a back-to-back league winner, though, kind of. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, he he's he's been great all year. He's the RB five in points per game this season, which is really good because you know that. We were hating on him count. last week. You were like, oh, he's
0: overrated. I'm like, I, I, I <laughs> did I say I he was mean, overrated? You kind of did. Yeah. You told me. You told I kind of did. You said you said he was you you said he wasn't as good as people thought he was and then you told me that um, you'd rather have Joe Mixon.
1: I don't remember these conversations that you come up <laughs> so with. You,
0: you literally tried to compare him to Joe Mixon. I, I would to, compare him to Joe Mixon. I had to Mixon, point by point destroy that. he didn't have
1: that 80-yard run, dude. If, Joe, if you, been, you put Joe
0: Mixon him. on the Packers, then I think he's the same. But on the Bengals? No, What I I think what I was – because you, you always take my words and just make
1: them worse than, than what they actually are. I, what I was saying was he consistently gets, like, 12 points a week, which is true. 15. You see what, you see what you're doing right now? Yeah. L- look at his schedule, bro. He gets, like, 12 points a
0: week. 16, Other than the good matchups. Ignoring, 16, ignoring, 45, 16, 22, 13, 12, 12 13, 13, 17, 10. 10, 23. So this okay, season like he has one, which is good. two, and three games under 13 points.
1: Yeah. No, I'm but I'm saying, like – he rarely has
0: those. He's a top five running back. The point is, I, I, I make it sound I bad, but I, he was trying to say that he wasn't a top five running back.
1: I think, and he is now. He is, yeah.
0: But I think leading up to this point, I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Anyway, what, let's let's, what let's move on to the next guy. Okay. We have is Derek Henry. Now, a lot of people are going to be like,
1: right, Why did you put Derek Henry on this list?
0: He's
1: he's already well, he was a first round pick, and he, blah, blah, blah. is that how you think people sound when they exactly when they us. when they
0: get when they get triggered? Um he has Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay. Uh and those are all like deep green matchups. Those are all very easy easy five-star fantasy pros five-star matchups. I think in those
1: 3 game 3 weeks he could easily get like 90 points total. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think this guy
0: literally he's been disappointing. Week 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 13 against Cleveland four fantasy points. Garbage. They got blown out, so they weren't they weren't rushing it at all in that game. They couldn't, but for the most part, I mean, you're you're talking about this guy has uh, a forty point game and a thirty eight point game this season. <laughs> and I think he could do thirty points three straight weeks. Yeah, s- it's really it's, it's insane. I don't think he's going to do that, no. but I think that he is going to be. Once again, we bring up the the he's going to be on a lot of. Um, Dude, My goodness, you got to—I know this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> He's—he's he, going to be on a lot of championship rosters, um, yes. just because of that. He's—I he, would say he's probably been the second best running back this year in fantasy football.
1: Yeah, I'd probably say third, but yeah, third, second third. or third. Eh, well, actually, you know what? He is second because I think I think Kamara was first. Yeah. Um, uh, but the way, but since Drew Brees has been hurt, Kamara's. Not nearly as good as he was. So I would probably say Derrick Henry over Kamara. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially like if you spent seventh if you were seventh, eighth overall and you got Derrick Henry, you probably won a lot of games. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I think with that schedule, it's just it's too easy. Right. No, I agree. I mean, I'd put him
1: number one on this list among running backs. Yeah. Out of every player actually on this list that we're gonna talk about, Derrick Henry, I think to me is the ultimate league winner. Yeah. Uh, what What about the next guy, Rick? Dude, David Montgomery, your guy, finally showing up oh, a little bit. David Opportunity. You know, it's great. I made a TikTok. Shout out the TikTok. Yeah, button, yeah. Like yeah, two weeks ago. Two, no, a little more than that. Like three weeks ago. It was right before DeAndre Swift got the starting job, and yeah. I, I said like three players to I trade for before your Montgomery. trade deadline. This is and a and PPR I, league that I'm looking at. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, you she are. That, that is creepy. PPR. Um, and I put David Montgomery on my list, and I got like. Most people, most people liked it, but there was like I, I remember reading like two or three comments that were like, "David Montgomery, dude, he just blows that <laughs> offensive line blows and David Montgomery blows." And I was like, "Okay, right, we'll see," because
0: we'll that schedule. Um, since look at his schedule: week twelve to week seventeen.
1: No, even further. Yeah.
0: Week nine, Tennessee, easy matchup. Week ten, Minnesota, easy matchup. Week twelve, Green Bay, easy matchup. Detroit, easy matchup. Houston, easy matchup. Minnesota, easy matchup. Jacksonville, easy matchup. If you have your week seventeen, championships, Green Bay, easy matchup. It's all easy. Um, he's had he's had just two games under ten fantasy points this year, but
1: yeah, no, it, it's as, right, and that's the thing. People people were hating on him before
0: these two weeks where he's kind of blown up, but he's been good all year, really. I remember I remember a lot of people coming out of the draft, and I felt this way too. David Montgomery is not. He is not a top five running back, nor will he ever be in the NFL a top five running back. You know what he is? Frank Gore, when he was good, when Frank Gore was elite. Fantasy football, elite Frank Gore, top seven, uh, top, not even top seven, top nine, 11, 12. Yep. That's what David Montgomery is. He's going to finish every season, top 12, top 13, and it's exactly what he's doing this year, and he's been very good, especially oh. the last couple of weeks. Unless the Bears all of a sudden become the Chiefs and they score like 50,000
1: touchdowns, then David Montgomery might become a tough back. That's not going to happen. But that's probably not going to happen, no. But anyway, but Montgomery, like, he's been very efficient, too, the yeah, last yeah, few yeah. weeks. Um, he wasn't crazy efficient against Detroit, but he got the t- touches and the touchdowns. Week 14 against Houston, easy matchup. Yeah. Week 15 against Minnesota, easy matchup. Right. And week 16, championship game. Would have win you the league against Jacksonville. That feels like that feels like fifteen to twenty points. Yeah, yeah,
0: week. I would agree. And I think the thing with I think the thing with David Montgomery is he's just not a sexy player. Yeah, people view know? him as literally a bench player. Yeah, so I don't like at this point he's RB eleven right now in PPR, and I I don't like he had twenty five against Green Bay, twenty seven against Detroit. you think this is this is it? If he starts getting twenty points a game, <laughs> the breakout. It Maybe. could be, uh oh God, don't do this to me, Monty. I gave <laughs> up on you and then I re un I ungave up on you. I'll stick with it. I love you, Monty. I will always love you. Uh, you always will. Um wide receiver, we have AJ Brown. He does have an easier schedule here at the end of the season. And I think that a lot it's it's harder to it's harder to predict or his uh, games i guess he's had some really great performances since coming back from his injury 21 22 27 12 23 16 25 8 so and he's not getting massive amount of target share but we we knew that about um aj brown from the start uh the only thing i'm concerned about is that he went on this massive stretch of like touchdown games like five straight games, and then he didn't score a touchdown, and then he scored two straight, and then this past week didn't score a touchdown. So I'm concerned that that happens over the last couple weeks of the season. But against Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay, I think Green Bay is a harder matchup with Jer Alexander, but I think with Jacksonville and Detroit, it is very, very uh, reasonable to think A.J. Brown is going to carry you to your fantasy championship um, if you have him in your wide receiver slot.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And usually – if AJ Brown does have a bad week, which he doesn't usually do often, he bounces back in a big way as well. So with with the six points this past week against Cleveland, uh, going up against Jacksonville, I could easily see like a twenty point week. Yeah, and then he gets another twenty against Detroit, and he pretty much just carried you or helped carry you to your championship. Yeah, uh, even Green Bay, like it's not it's not a great matchup, but the way AJ Brown plays, like he could he could only get targeted like four times and get like yeah, three yeah, catches yeah. for ninety something yards and a touchdown, and you'll yeah. be fine. So AJ Brown is a very a very good league winner.
0: I think too, he's he's the type of player he's like um he's like Aaron Jones, where he could just blow up in any time. You know, he can he can yes. literally take he, one he play. Could get he get he could get two catches for eight yards total in the game and then in one play Late in he rips quarter. off a seventy yard touchdown yeah. and, and wins your fantasy league. So um I, I do think he's a really great player. I AJ Brown is probably my favorite wide receiver in the NFL right now.
1: And you still traded him
0: away? I still traded him away. I had to get Aaron Jones. Okay. Had to get my league winner. I'm just not even going to win my league. I'm so wah, mad right now. Wah, wah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think you can, you can pick him up. The next guy we have at wide receiver is Allen Robinson. Less sexy, but I feel like a lot of teams are going to quietly have this man's on their team when the fantasy championship's all said and done and they're holding the uh, fantasy trophy um, in your league. Uh, Allen Robinson last couple weeks has had um, 27 and 13 with Mitch back. Uh, he had less targets last week than he had the previous week of 13 against Green Bay, but yeah. he put up 27 fantasy points against against one of the best corner cornerbacks in the league. Yeah. Um. So I I feel like I feel like Allen Robinson is with the with the games against Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville in the last three weeks of the season. Games where they're probably going to have to Keep up, and uh, they're gonna have to throw the football. Allen Robinson is for sure a great play, and even when they don't
1: have to keep up, like Jacksonville, uh, he's still gonna be very efficient with his targets. And it's also weird. Um, I think yeah. Trubitsky's probably gonna start rest of the season. It seems like Allen Robinson's actually, as much as you complained about him with Trubisky earlier in the year and last season, feels like he's better with Trubisky than he was with Foles. I don't think he's.
0: I don't think it's because he's better. I think it's just because they throw, they take more risks as a team. Well, like Trubisky Trubisky risks. yes <laughs> Trubisky likes to throw the ball down the field well, Foles takes some risks sometimes Foles doesn't throw the ball down the field at all he doesn't throw the ball down the field that's not tra- as much he plays it safe and that's why he is uh is decent at what he does but yeah. Trubisky will launch it down the field if he needs to
1: yeah so that's good for Allen Robinson it looks like that's the direction they're going to go in with, with Trubisky and as you said Houston Minnesota Jacksonville that is just a gold mine yeah Um, I'd be shocked if he gets under 10 points in any of these weeks uh He's he's a perfect wide receiver too for a championship team.
0: Yeah, um I don't think he's going to blow up to the point where like he's getting 20 points a game and he he physically pulls out a fantasy championship for you, you know, when you need it. Um but I do think that he's going to be a guy that's on a lot of fantasy championship rosters. He's going to be a guy that gets you 15 to 20 fantasy points every single week and just gets you what you need. You yes, know what I mean? exactly, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how he performs rest of season. It is it is hard because Allen Robinson has Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback, so he could yeah. very well against one of these good matchups just poop himself because no, true. Trubisky blows. But the final guy, Rick, who what's his name? Uh, we got Robert Woods, name? and he's kind of similar to what you just
1: said. Just say with Allen Robinson, where he's not gonna—you don't think he's gonna like blow up in any week, but he's just gonna be consistent yeah. for you. Uh, that's what Robert Woods does. He's just a consistent, solid player. Like his floor mm. is usually always pretty high, mm-hmm. um, and he has the potential to go out and get like a twenty-five to thirty-point week. It's possible yeah. with him, um, unless well, half PPR. It's more like twenty-five PPR. It's more like thirty. Anyway, but his schedule rest of the season. New England—that's the only tough one. But believe it or not, New England hasn't. Yeah been the best against wide receivers this year they're mm. like middle of the pack and then he's got the jets and seahawks which are the two best or yeah. two of the three i think atlanta's up there too but mm. the jets and seahawks are two of the best matchups you can get for a wide receiver i think yeah. both those weeks semi-final and championship week unless you have a week 17 championship which even so he plays arizona in week 17 which is another good matchup but um if you just do the week 16 championship, like most people, that's a great, that's a, it's a Dave Montgomery type of matchup. See it's perfect for him. Yeah. Um, and then the jets in week 15, another like perfect matchup. And even this week against new England, I don't think it's going to be awful for him. Yeah. I have, I think Gilmore will probably play on more Cooper cup. Um, and they'll use Robert Woods and end arounds and sweeps and stuff like that. So he'll still have a decent floor this week. Uh, so yeah, I think Robert Woods is a, just like Allen Robinson, a perfect wide receiver two for a championship team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think New England matchup is concerning because they are not I mean if JC Jackson plays for New England I think it's going to be a tougher day for Robert Woods. Sure. Um but I I don't think that um I don't think it's going to be like the, he'll get 10 points minimum. I, I yeah. that, that's not the league yeah. that's not the week that we're really focusing on. It's the Jets and the Seahawks yeah you know those two weeks are probably going to be big weeks so hey you know what at the end of the season we're going to talk about real league winners who actually won your fantasy championships over the last (laughs) three weeks of the season here and uh and we'll we'll see if we were right we have something to fact check ourselves on see if we suck or not true so unless you have anyone else you wanted to reference i think that's really oh hey buccaneers wide receivers
1: bro Come on, mike evans chris godwin yeah you saw that schedule it's so
0: ridiculously good, and I hate every second of it. <laughs> I don't bel- I don't believe in them at all. I feel like Mike Evans is going to get, like, four points in game the rest this season. He just crush everyone's soul. It could happen. It could happen. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at
1: TheFFChamps.